daughter of the border is what they are calling this deleted scene starring Okoye from Black Panther Wakanda forever. And man, what a deleted scene it was. Also, James Gunn and Peter Sanford finally announced their slate of movies and TV shows coming for us uh, in the near future for the DCU and shush. They got some good stuff coming, man. And today is February 1st, 2023. And JT is here to give us his top picks from New Comic Book Day. I'm your host, Amir. And this is the One in 100 Podcast. And his daughter of the border. We must speak about the future of Wakanda. The other elders fight for the right to the throne, drawing straws to decide on who will get the honor of being assassinated by Namor next. And what is it you believe should be done? We must perform the ritual at Warrior Falls, as tradition dictates. I want you to step forward on behalf of the border tribe. To become queen? No one has more support among the people than you, queen. Sanalam. Wakanda would be proud to stand behind you. And what of Shuri? cannot allow the whims of a grieving woman to sway the fate of our great nation. My advice would be to lay low as the drumbeat of war builds. Then when the dust settles, you will become the leader this country truly deserves. Okay, so what you just heard was a deleted scene from Black Panther Wakanda Forever where Okoye uh, is speaking to an elder of the tribe that is, she is from, which is the border tribe. Um, we all know Okoye as a respected general, a respected uh, warrior. Uh, she loves the family uh, that sits upon the throne, being Shuri and her mother and T'Challa and everything like that. But what her elder is telling her is that, hey, you are very respected throughout of Wakanda in general. Um People would love to stand behind you. And right now, it seems like anybody that we put on the throne is is getting picked off by Namor. So he suggests that she challenges for the throne and possibly maybe even Black Panther. I'm not sure. He didn't really say that, but he definitely said for her to challenge for the throne. And she was like, hmm you know, kind of thinking about it, but she also talks about Shuri and, you know, how that would sit with her being that she is on the throne. Her family has lost their lives. Her brother, her sister, her, I mean, her brother, her mother and her father have all passed away sitting on that throne. So, you know, maybe she wants to sit on there. Maybe she doesn't, who knows, but he basically said, is it good for our country, our, our, yeah, our country to be in the hands of a young woman who is filled with rage right now and wanting to basically take her anger out on the rest of the world? You know, she's not stable uh, and that Okoye would be a great option. So, man, what a deep scene. And 
you know, when it comes to the MCU, a lot of these deleted scenes can be canon. You know, they can turn around and use this in a movie um, because the way he said it was like, hey, just sit low um, and wait your turn or wait your t- the perfect time for you to take that challenge and to go for the throne. So I don't know, man, maybe they kept it out of the movie for that reason, just because it was supposed to be something that was just between the two of them. But you know, this seems to have happened during the movie for sure. Like we, you know, we might not have seen it, but it definitely happened. Uh, and that's why they put it out as a deleted scene until I hear further notice, uh, this is in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that could be a card that can be played later on down the line. Maybe when the next a black Panther Wakanda movie comes out, who knows, but man, it really got me interested in seeing what Ryan Coogler is going to do next. If he takes on the challenge of doing a third black Panther movie, uh, I really, really hope he does. Cause he's a great director, but man, wow. That was very, um, Awesome. (laughs) That was awesome. But let's kick it over to some more awesome news with JT and see what he had uh, as far as his top picks on New Comic Book Day. JT, what's going on, big bro? Got a big, big week of comics. What were your top picks this week, man? Man, it was hard. And I mean, it was really hard to pick something this week Mm -hmm. because there was so much. But, you know, I mean, time constraints. So I'm trying to read and I figured I would at least go with the newer books, at least two of them. So first up is Danny Lore. Danny Lore has a book called um, Bloodline, which Mm. is the first miniseries because it's not an ongoing, but first miniseries. Starring Brielle Brooks, which is Eric Brooks's daughter, which yes, would sir. be the daughter of Bro- of Blade, for anybody who didn't know. Um, you know, this was actually well written. It was the action was paced, the art was pretty solid. I mean, overall, it was a really good read. Only because, like at this point, we're being introduced to the character for technically a second time in the respect of her having an um uh mini series right because last time was i believe crypt of shadows and before that was her first appearance which was mm-hmm. a free comic book day avengers book right yep. so i mean if you're lucky to get any of those great i mean it's more spec you know than anything but overall you know we're introduced to her we're introduced to her mom and her coming into these powers that she obviously inherited from her father the thing with me was I was a little apprehensive, honestly, when I got the book, because for me, it's that one of those things where it's like, okay, so she's a single mom with a daughter. But mm-hmm. then once you read and you see kind of a message that was left for her f- from her father, you kind of get the idea that he didn't want her in this life. And what he probably did was to protect not just his uh, wife, but to protect his daughter. You know, Mm -hmm. you get the indication that this is not a life he wanted for her. But it turns out, like father, like daughter, guess what? She's in the life now. And her mommy is no slouch either. Believe me, her mom's not afraid of vampires. So it's, it's, it's a good read. And I do recommend picking it up. Whether you're a spec player, whether or not you're just into 
new characters or you just want to check out something new from Danny Lore, definitely pick this book up. Next up was Chuck Brown, um, The Flaw Number 5. You know, this series is almost over. There's really only one more issue after this. And this issue finds um, Mr. Higgin, Mr. Higgs, which was like, I guess, the main in the shadows bad guy from the beginning who is like connected to the skinwalker who is pretty much mortal. And you find like in the beginning of the book, you, you find more of his origin, like what he was going through and how he actually met the skinwalker and how they have a connection. You fast forward and then you have uh, Gemma, who is our main like superhero in this. And you have her like fighting hard against one of his, um, I guess, uh, you would say one of his assassins, mm-hmm. henchmen, like his right-hand man. And so it's full of action. And, you know, the art's amazing by Prinzi. And it's like, it's yeah, really it. a good read. And it's just overall fun. And at the end of it, you know, you find her with an unlikely alliance with someone else. I didn't think was going to happen, but it happened. Uh-oh. And you also find out what happens when Mr. Higgs takes too much of that serum. Cause yeah, yeah, it, it's, it, it, it was, it was fun. So my last book, uh, this week, uh, was silver surfer ghost light. Number one, nice, which I think is a pretty nice. much is, is an anticipated book for like several reasons. First off, this, the, the character in this book, Al Harper has history and he was a character who first appeared in silver surfer number five, 1969. And, you know, it was basically, his first appearance and for all intents and purposes, his last appearance. And, you know, he's a scientist, brilliant scientist who um, basically sacrificed himself to save the world and to help the silver surfer. And it was a sacrifice that nobody really knew about. The interesting thing was, was, you know, this was one of those books that Stanley um, wrote and it was kind of a commentary on the way society is moving and, you know, because obviously Al Harper is a black man and it was just like the way they were representing him and how things were done. You can kind of tell that they were trying to drive home a point about how important it is, not just for one person, but for everyone, you know, as far as sacrifice goes, intelligence, things like that. But in this book, uh, written by John Jennings, and, you know, he's an amazing writer. I mean, obviously, right. uh, he... Uh, basically takes up where where Al Harper, this book takes place probably 10 years after Al Harper's uh, death, you know? So, and we find his niece, Tony, is having dreams about as what she calls to be a shining man. She didn't know what that meant. And um, it plagued her for the two months that they had moved into Al Harper's old home. And it was basically her, her brother, Josh, who was like hilarious, their, their, their grandmother, um, her mom, and obviously her dad. So you've got three generations under one roof, you know, and this is like a really cool family story. But in between that, you still have this whole who was Al Harper, who were the people that were a part of his life or is a part of his life. As we find out as the book goes on, you know. We get a new hero, obviously, and I can honestly say this is probably one of the best books I've read in a while. 
like just the overall Beautiful. story, the music references, the just the way the book was put together. So this book is a little bit more than the usual price. You know, normally it's three ninety nine, but it's a four ninety nine book. But I'm telling you, it's worth it for anybody who is you know looking for something new to read and like cosmic characters. I mean, come on, it's Silver Surfer right. and it's Ghost Light, you know? Exactly. So you're going to definitely enjoy it. But those are really my top three books uh, for the week. And as always, I'm going to tell you guys, you know, remember to support your local LCS. If you can't find an LCS, you know, try to find one online. This hobby is only as important as we make it. And when it comes down to um, things like, you know, keeping comics going, you got to remember, we, we have to do pre-sales. Because ultimately, a pre-sale is what they're going off of for demand. Absolutely. So if we want to keep hearing, you know, reading these stories and hearing how great the books are and people, you know, having a conversation and collecting and having fun with it, then that's what we have to do. So other than that, you know, that's it. You know, you guys be safe and keep it 100. Appreciate it, JT. Uh, I got a bunch of those books in my pull list that you mentioned today. Um, definitely looking. Oh, I still have to others, brother. I still, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still got others to read. But you know, those were really the ones that stood out to me this week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I still yeah. got King Spawn, and I still no hate. I, look, I got love for Miles. Yeah, but you know, I, I didn't review Miles already a couple of times. So oh yeah, I man, we try up, something man. new. Yeah, we yeah, gotta switch yeah, it up, bro. We sure. gotta switch it up. We, we gotta for make sure. sure. Don't worry, you know I'll review Miles at some point. Oh, week. I, I, I know you it. will. I know you will. <laughs> but listen, man, we appreciate your time, bro. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see you next week, brother. All right, thanks. Yes, sir. Right. Thank you, JT, for uh, your picks of the week, for your reviews on New Comic Book Day. Really appreciate it. Uh, But let's get into this James Gunn and Peter Sanfran news. Um, They revealed their chapter one gods and monsters uh, slate of TV shows and movies that are going to be coming out. So. Real quick, the movies that are going to be coming out, we have Superman Legacy, uh, The Brave and the Bold, which is a Batman movie, Supergirl, Wonder, uh, Woman of Tomorrow, uh, The Authority, and Swamp Thing, which was a shock to me. Uh, then there's a few TV shows that are coming out. Creature Commandos, which is an animated TV show. I believe it's seven episodes. It's going to be written by James Gunn. Then we have a Waller TV show, which is starring Viola Davis. Um, Lanterns, another TV show. Booster Gold. And to round things off, Paradise Lost. So let's break down uh, just a few. I don't want to break down all of them, um, but just a few. Uh, The Lanterns TV show. I am super excited about this. It's going to be starring Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Um, And they're saying this is like a true detective style of show, uh, which has been a big hit for a lot of people. I've never seen True Detective, but I know a lot of people uh, really enjoy that series. Um, And they basically said that, you know, it's a. Uh, it's a terrestrial based show uh, and it's going to be playing a big role uh, leading up into the main story that they're trying to tell across film and TV. So this is going to be a very important series. Um, 
Also, there was one that caught my eye, uh, Paradise Lost. And this is going to be taking place on Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. Um, and what they said was, this is like, it's going to be, obviously, it's all women that live on this island. And it's going to be a lot of uh, political intrigue and people scheming for power and position uh, of power on this island. So I am looking forward to seeing this. I mean, anything that's going to model itself after Game of Thrones to me is a must watch. So I can't wait to see that. Um, we also have uh, The Brave and the Bold. OK, this is a Batman movie, which I was not looking forward to because i really just want one batman but we'll talk about a little bit of that before we before we end this uh episode about the one batman thing uh they have a great solution for it but as far as the brave and the bold um they're saying that this is the introduction of the dcu batman um and it's going to introduce uh our favorite robin which is damian wayne who is uh, a little son of a bitch, what James Gunn said. Uh, and this movie will, will take place uh, or will be inspired by uh, Grant Morrison's run, uh, which included, you know, the introduction of Batman's son, Damian Wayne. Uh, he did not know he had this son and it was a big deal in the comics and everything. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. You know, Damian is a crazy badass assassin and batman does not kill so it's going to be a very strange father and son story is what uh james gunn said and then we have swamp thing okay they didn't give much details on Swamp Thing in this interview. Uh, we just know that it's a horror film that promises to close out the first chapter of their whole eight to 10 year plan that they're doing. So this first chapter is going to be 10 uh, movies and films, five and five. Uh, and it's called Gods and Monsters. So we're going to see how this goes. But from the announcements, I am excited from what they have planned. There's a lot of different uh james gunn types of uh movies and series going on here which is cool uh and then there are some storylines that focus like on the trinity and some of the the greatest heroes that we've ever seen in comics so i'm excited about this thing i'm really really excited about the lanterns thing but the last bit of news that james gunn and peter sanfran kind of mentioned was that uh there's going to be a dc uh, you Elseworlds area, you know, where they can kind of play around with. And two of the movies that they mentioned right off the bat were The Batman, which is uh, the Matt Reeves and Rob, Rob, uh, Robert Patterson movie. Uh, and then they also talked about The Joker uh, saying that those movies are going to exist in an Elseworld DC world, you know, which is really dope because that opens them opens them up for an opportunity to be able to do a bunch of other stories, you know, like in my mind, when they said Elseworld, I automatically thought about the Dakotaverse. Like we could definitely get a static series. We can definitely get an icon movie, anything like that, man. So when I hear Elseworld, I hear milestone media. <laughs> so I'm really hoping that that's something that happens. These are standalone movies, standalone series that don't have to mess with the main continuity, but they're just really good movies. And it gives uh, directors and writers an opportunity to create really dope stories that, 
don't have to fit into a plan, even though they did mention that the writers and stuff that they have that are going to be on board, you know, they'll be able to have the freedom to do what, what it is that they want, you know, but there is going to be a connecting story that goes throughout. So we'll see, man. These are some really good announcements. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Me and Kay are definitely going to break this down a little bit more um, this week. Uh, we have a special guest that's going to be on uh, an episode with me where I just interviewed him by myself. That'll be out Saturday morning. And I'm trying to figure out whether or not me and Kay's episode will be out Thursday uh, morning or Sunday morning. We'll figure it out uh, once I get done here. So with that said, That'll do it, man. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Make sure you share it with your friends, like it, all that good stuff. Make sure you're downloading it and checking us out Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Be good to yourself and be good to others. And I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast.